0: Uh, welcome, guys, to another episode of Those Muckrakers. Uh, this is episode number 27, uh, The Rise and
1: Fall of Paul Manafort. It's going to be a glorious day. Oh, my God. Watching well, him squirm in court. Have you seen the pictures that have come out of it?
0: I haven't seen the pictures. Uh, the little bit of reading I did about the trial of Paul Manafort, uh, just to give you some background, if you're tuning in, if we're the only news you listen to, uh, Paul Fannamort, Fanamort Panafort Manafort, Paul manafort. speaking
1: of names i'm pat
0: oh yeah and i'm pete uh and welcome so paul paul manafort was trump's campaign manager um for until... several months by the way yeah, they yeah. like
1: to pretend like that um it was just for this short little time and he was just like the coffee boy intern that no one right really knew yeah about. so he was no th- he was a major contributor to the campaign he headed it for a long time
0: he was he was trump's campaign manager. Um he was a unregistered foreign agent, I believe, working with the Russians and some other stuff um, and
1: the the Turks and
0: yeah, which is a really big deal to be an unregistered foreign agent and work on a president's be the campaign manager of a of a president uh, added to that,
1: uh he is being tried for what is it tax evasion right now it 's about the taxes. Keep in right. mind that there 's going to be two major trials this is the one about. <laughs> the taxes and his own personal problems. Right. The next one's gonna be the one about the Russian collusion and that's right, coming right, right. next month.
0: So yeah, so uh he's basically they're getting him for what Al Capone got, got for, which is tax evasion. Had a whole bunch of offshore money, didn't declare it, this, that and the other. Um what I was reading about the trial I really like so far is the judge just off the top uh told everyone that they are not to mention Russians, Russian collusion uh a couple other things because this
1: trial is solely about tax evasion and tax fraud yep and they do i love how they're painting him the uh whenever the uh, prosecutors are bringing up all the different details of him they like to bring up that he had like a 28 or 20 something thousand dollar python jacket and ostrich jacket and how he would just spend lavishly on all these different coats
0: I don't understand why. Let's see. Let me sidebar it, for a second. It, it
1: makes him. It makes him sound like the type of person the jury would hate. Because you got to <laughs> keep in mind that jurors are still people, and you still have to paint someone in a certain light. Yeah, for yeah, them. yeah.
0: No, I just I hate it whenever someone's rich and it's like, what did they spend all his money on? Oh, he bought four Lamborghinis and a fucking ostrich scrotum skin jacket. And you're like, wow. you could have spent your money on so much more cool stuff, like. Uh it would've I would I would they would have been like uh and that's when uh that's when uh Peter uh began taking martial arts lessons uh directly from uh the Gracie brothers. You know, like I would do I would do cool stuff, not like I bought a bunch of expensive jackets like an idiot.
1: Yeah. What's the um Secretary of Education's name again?
0: Oh, Betsy DeVos.
1: Yeah, DeVos. Uh, I thought it was funny that her yacht got um like released to the ocean until i found out oh she has 11 others well never mind then
0: yeah so that's not
1: even gonna be able to know which yacht was vandalized
0: that's so problematic that like a woman... yeah, that's another rich threat why do you need to own 11 yachts you can only Twelve. drive 12 you well but i they guess just, they
1: set one of them free did they catch it yeah yeah it, uh, it ran into like a dock or something and got some scratches good
0: um, but that's the thing. You own twelve yachts, you can't drive them all at the same time, so it's it literally is pointless. It's like owning multiple Lamborghinis. You can only drive you can only drive one Lamborghini at a time, maybe two if you're really cool.
1: I like um this old sketch by Stephen Colbert. He said that uh he drove his Hummer until it ran out of gas and he threw it away and got another one. <laughs> I don't know man, like uh instead of twelve stupid yachts, how about
0: like one super piratey yacht, right?
1: That'd be cool, like a giant galleon.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like somebody somebody set DeVos' giant pirate galleon loose today. <laughs> it's now known as the, the the flying Dutchman. It's loose on the high seas, like the, <laughs> Rich people are so unimaginative with their money, it's just it's heartbreaking and boring. Yep. Like if I was Paul Manafort, I would have spent uh millions of dollars uh, becoming an escape artist. Uh, from, like, the world's top, like, escape... You know what I mean? Like,
1: I mean, that would come in super handy for him right now because he's probably never going to see the light of day again. Right!
0: Like, why... So why wouldn't you prepare for the eventual, like, possibility? Like, all right, I mean... These people
1: clearly never saw uh, things catching up, their deeds catching back up.
0: Maybe maybe it's because I have a special kind of paranoia, but if I was Paul Manafort, I would have spent so much money on, like... uh, escape artist stuff, uh, getting my pilot's license for everything, uh, buying a helicopter that would eventually be used to spring me f- in the middle of the court, you know what I mean? I'd be doing some <laughs> supervillain shit. Like,
1: you know? Yeah, uh, one of those helicopters that would, like, blow up the roof of the court and then, like, a ladder would extend down and I'd grab hold of it and be like, I'll get you next time, He-Man! And it yeah, flies me out of there. I'd, yeah,
0: I'd be spending some crazy, like, money to do some Bane-type stuff and they're like... Oh, no, like, you know, like uh, today in the news, uh, Manafort, saw, <laughs> Manafort had accomplices rip the roof off the court building, uh, and he escaped via rope ladder on a helicopter while saying, the fire also rises, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I would, like, you got all that money and you wasted it on an ostrich jacket? You deserve to go to jail. Yep. Uh, no, and so, that's uh, that's where he'll be spending the rest of his well, days. Well, possibly. I mean, like, it's still like, here's the thing. He's still on trial. It hasn't been proven yet. As much as we hate Paul Manafort and, like, uh, you know, the thing about it is... Sure, sure. We'll, we'll trust
1: our justice system and uh, see what they yeah. say. T- yeah, but, I mean, t- a whole lot of people have already pled guilty. So according to the justice system, a whole lot of people are already guilty in this Yeah, yeah, conspiracy. yeah.
0: I, ultimately, I, I put faith in the justice system because what else but, can but, you do?
1: But, but this still isn't the um, collusion. Yeah, case. yeah, yeah. And that's
0: good. Thing. And that's – so They're I feel like they're securing the smart money first. The other thing they said about this trial that was fascinating was that they usually don't try to prosecute for stuff like this because it's really hard to convict. Right. So if this is going to be the first case because this kind of, like, gives or takes away the momentum uh, for the rest of the prosecutions, if they chose this to be their first one – and they're prosecuting it, then that means that they probably have a very strong case and it is it's gotta be like you would you would open with your slam dunk. You wouldn't open with a maybe he will get evicted, but maybe he won't.
1: And actually, the judge said that this should get wrapped up a lot faster than anticipated. Because they were thinking it would be four to five weeks to uh, finish this case. Yeah. And the judge right now is thinking one or two, and we're probably going to be done. That's always because bad, because innocent people such don't... an overwhelming <laughs> amount of evidence. Yeah,
0: yeah. Innocent people don't ever get off, like, in, like, two weeks. Like, anytime you're like, the jury only had to deliberate for three minutes, that dude's going to the electric chair, like... Yeah. Yeah, juries to, don't, yeah, uh, uh, speedy trial does not, like, innocent men don't get speedy trials.
1: Yeah. The, um, speaking of speedy trials, Giuliani, it was so funny watching him on TV just say, well, you know, they have no evidence on Trump, and then he just starts going over all the evidence saying, they have this, but oh, that's nothing, and they have this, and that's whatever. He's just, like, dismissing stuff as not, you know, definitive proof, ergo, it's not evidence, right? Yeah. And, uh, like, now they have a witness that Trump knew about the Russian collusion ahead of time with uh, Cohen, right? Yeah. But they're saying, oh, well, that doesn't count because it's just something someone says. Yeah, that's a witness. That's what a witness is, right? It's uh, it's evidence. Well,
0: what's and like, and, like I brought up on the last thing, what's what's really cool is so now they have all these other people that were possibly at the meeting uh, testifying under oath or, you know, to federal agencies that they were not there. Yep. Or and that we it was... don't
1: know what – those people are saying we're going to find that out during the proper so, trial. So that's
0: what's great about Cohen because now Cohen is pointing fingers and going, and and he was there, and and, and 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 old man old man Jimson was there too. You were all there, like so by him doing that. Now these people face a uh, uh, the other people that were possibly in on the meeting face the uh, possibility of going away for perjury or flipping on other people and hopefully eventually delivering the big
1: cheese himself. Um, but that's the, the, the big cheese that just incriminated himself further this week. Yeah, well, he's demanding. So did, so did his lawyer further incriminated him. That was wonderful. I still did think Giuliani, Giuliani. I think
0: Giuliani is, is is. I I gotta believe that Giuliani is an FBI deep plant.
1: Possibly, because did you know that there were two, not one, but two different planning meetings ahead of time that Trump apparently knew about because Giuliani unprompted said, and Trump wasn't at either of the planning meetings. And it's like planning meetings yeah. that absolutely <laughs> nobody knew happened. Nobody knew there was one. Giuliani's well, the kind of guy that and we found out about it from Giuliani, who said, well, Trump didn't know anything about it. Oh well, now
0: we do. <laughs> Giuliani's the kind of guy that would go, and you won't find Trump's fingerprints uh, on the shroud of the dead body that is buried. And like, you're like, wait, what? A body's buried where? Right, but you won't find the president's fingerprints on it. Like, did you just admit to knowledge of a murder that we didn't know about? America! <laughs> America! Um yeah, you couldn't have asked for a better a better lawyer uh <laughs> Ju- Sp-
1: like spe- speaking of people that um affect the law, by which I mean Attorney General Jeff Sessions, Trump went on Twitter this week to demand his attorney general kinda, sorta, shut down the whole investigation, which is further obstruction of justice, calling for a man who's recused himself from involving himself in this whole investigation to shut Mueller down. You know, you
0: almost feel bad uh, for um, Sessions.
1: Uh, Ooh. Almost. Don't, because he, um, no. he did something really rotten this week. Yeah, we'll yeah, I know he did, later. I know that. That's why
0: I say almost, because um, he's, like...
1: <laughs> he's by, doing by rotten. I mean, literal death squads could be coming to a uh, town near you.
0: He's doing yeah. like yeah. he's doing his he's doing his best to like you know serve his evil master. And his evil master is just like you failed me for the last time. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like he's kind of sessions is kind of like one of those um, those admirals uh, on one of the star destroyers in Star Wars who are like. My lord, my lord Vader, it, it was we could not have predicted that a, a couple of uh scrappy rebels would, would blow up the entire Death Star uh, of a of a, a I mean, we how could that have happened? you like, like they're just doing their best to be evil, and he's just like, perhaps I will find a way to persuade you. Like, dude, he did the best he could. Like, he's an easy as evil as evil can be.
1: You are a rebel spy and a traitor. Okay, take her away. Sad.
0: Oh my God! Wouldn't that be amazing if that whole uh, like all of the Vader's things were just redone as Donald Trump? Uh,
1: and of course, Putin would be the emperor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, I just, just Trump going, just Trump going. Uh, uh, lock her up, lock her up. And then they lock up Leia. Uh, I feel
1: conflict in you, comrade. Yeah, so no he... conflict? Okay, that's fake news. The so, fake news is the enemy of the people.
0: The problem with Mueller, though, uh, the, and that they're talking about, and this it's kind of scary, is that Mueller doesn't actually believe that a sitting president can be indicted.
1: Is that true? Or did someone just say that?
0: Uh, I read it in an article that I'm actually trying to pull back up right now.
1: Uh, if there's, like, a real source for that, then that... Well, but I mean, Mueller's not the one that's really going to... Well, would the um, the investigator be the prosecutor of this case, or would he just oh, hand this his actually, findings this over comes, someone this, else to prosecute? Well, this comes
0: from Ken Starr um, and the Washington Post. Ken,
1: Ken Starr does not believe that a sitting president can be impeached. No, that's Ken, true, Ken Starr. Mueller... What, I don't know what Mueller says.
0: Oh, it says, Mueller's team told Trump's lawyers the special counsel cannot indict a sitting president. Oh, Giuliani says... Oh yeah. Okay. okay. So go. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right. Never mind. Yeah. That's
1: that's why I said. Did someone just say it? What I was specifically meaning was, did Giuliani just say this? Yeah.
0: You're getting that from Ken Starr. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. My sources were <laughs> suspect. Okay. Good point. Uh, either way, look. As much as I would love to see Trump go to jail, all I really care about is he's removed from government. Um, yeah. That's that's my that's the win like because
1: even he, he's doing extremely severe damage to america he needs to be stopped before before we can staunch the bleeding we got to get the knife that's just spinning around in the open wound out i do like your i love your not your your weird analysis of like how how many people
0: have you stabbed walla like you know where the knife's just you you sound like trump when he was talking about like you have to have id to buy groceries this week <laughs> you know when <laughs> a knife is thing. just trump <laughs>
1: trump Further shows how he's um, able to understand the plight of uh, Flyover Country by saying, and you know the IDs you have to use to get groceries, okay? Like when you go to buy your, your soda pops or your your bees for a nickel, okay? Well,
0: the thing what was, like, ID? Uh, people keep trying to defend that whole you need ID to buy groceries. They oh, he meant alcohol. Like, they always do that. He says some real dumb stuff, and then they, they basically try sure. to... Oh, Trump well,
1: doesn't drink alcohol, so why would he consider that just normal groceries that everyone gets?
0: yeah, exactly, but yeah, they try to they try to explain it away, but it's like yeah, no they... he's an out of he's an out of touch fake con man billionaire that like has never had to work a day in his life. He understands so little that he doesn't even have to buy his own groceries
1: exactly he doesn't know anything about anything he just has people do it for him, and so whenever it comes to him understanding what people do he he doesn't have a clue.
0: I would have so much fun as a president buying my own groceries.
1: I'm not sure if they would let you usually. I'm the goddamn president. uh, Who's
0: going to stop me?
1: Well, I mean, it would be kind of an inconvenience for the store because uh, the Secret Service would have to go in there and secure the place, and it would cost taxpayers money. Not if I but just. Then again, I mean, actually, no. I'm going to walk that back a bit because Obama did that a few times. He just walked into stores and it freaked out uh, Secret Service. But yeah, I was going to say, that. yeah, exactly. I and there just... was even this one case where um, a guy like ran up and like gave Obama a bear hug. He was so excited to see him. And uh um. <laughs> Secret Service was like not sure whether they should tase the guy or not, but ultimately they just like stood around and watched it. Well I mean Obama I was thinking, that guy could have been an assassin and it's ways. it's
0: amazing Obama wasn't killed because there was a guy that managed to like the security during the Obama era was so bad and I don't know why. That somehow a guy got into the White House and was on an elevator with Obama and had a gun. Really? Yeah, I'll find the story at some point and post it. But yeah, like somehow he had breached White House security and was on the same elevator as Obama or something like that. Or like in the same room with the president and he's he's armed. Um, huh. but, they, but yeah, there was a couple of like just people making it into the White House or onto the lawn before they were just like gunned down, you know.
1: Hi. So I have a few. Um, oh, wait is there anything else we have to bring oh, up? I was just about? making
0: fun of your whole like, you know, like when you get stabbed and the knife is just spinning in the wound, you know. Uh,
1: I was I was trying to think of the word twisting, but I didn't think of okay, it. Okay, that makes more sense. Time st- for more <laughs> words. We have, to, we have to stop twisting
0: the knife in the wound. I just love the idea of a knife just free spinning in your in your in your <laughs> chest like what the hell?
1: Um yeah. Well, that's that's what Trump is doing to the soul of this country. He's just a knife that is spinning around. Like, um, you know, spin the bottle, it's like that but in the chest cavity, Peter. Um he reminds and you me... won't find their fingerprints on them. Not he, mine. He
0: reminds but... me of the uh description I once heard of uh if you get a uh, glass dust in your eye, uh what happens mm. is as you move your eye around, those bits of glass continue to shred the ocular cavity even worse every mm. time you move your eye.
1: So it makes you feel bad for the ice queen.
0: Yeah. Um so uh interesting that's an
1: old fable not just a crazy thing I said but anyway
0: Uh, interesting uh, um, oh man you made me lose my train of thought and I was going to say something else about uh, about Trump this week and eye sockets and glass and stuff but now I lost it Hmm. so uh, yeah I guess go ahead you were going to say something before I completely derailed my train of thought here
1: uh, so I saw a uh, deplorable this week tweeting out the idea that healthcare care for all Americans would cost us something like $30 trillion over the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, that's completely ludicrous. That much money doesn't exist on planet Earth. People with no concept of really big numbers just made this up. Well, right?
0: let me stop you there real quick because this is fascinating. So the reason right now that our health is so artificially inflated is because the system allows people to inflate the actual costs of healthcare, care, Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, they can charge you whatever the fuck they want and because it, <laughs> they know that uh, insurance will pay. It. Yeah,
0: so healthcare doesn't actually cost that. So, uh, whatever figures that we currently have for healthcare are wildly overestimated in the fact that yeah, there's yeah. no, there's no, um, there's no third party system like the government that goes, okay, so you want to charge three hundred dollars for a colonoscopy? Uh, our money guys have yeah, looked true. and said it'll be about seventy dollars, so we're going to pay about seventy bucks.
1: Uh, colonoscopy costs like. Ten thousand, fifteen thousand. It's around fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, it's ten thousand for the trip to the hospital plus five thousand for the procedure. right.
0: And that's yeah, and that's absolutely insane. So yeah, so any numbers yeah. we're looking at with our healthcare, we actually have to look for other systems and then kind of adjust for our country and our population. But yeah, yeah. it wouldn't. Yeah, that that's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: So um, a counter argument I saw came from. Alexandria Cortez in an interview where she made me like her even more than before. She uh she finally directly said what most politicians don't have the spine to say, which is how we can pay for health care. She just directly stated that we need to reprioritize our spending and maybe not keep flooding the military with cash they didn't even ask for, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's the other like, thing. Like they um, We just recently approved another, what is it, was it $700 million or $700 billion I would, the military? I would, I, would,
0: I would assume it was probably a billion, but yeah, like, that's they the thing. They didn't ask for it, though. They just, yeah. the
1: Congress decided, we're going to spend this money on that. Well, if we had fucking spent it on health care and college, we could have health care and college for everyone. Well, that's the
0: thing. We don't need that much money, especially for a fucking peacetime army. Like, every other yeah. war except well, for, go ahead it,
1: it's not even, the soldiers do not need the money. It's arms manufacturers yeah, yeah, use yeah, that, that money to build shit that we're never going to use, right? Yeah. Planes that cost $2 billion to make that will never, ever be flown by anyone. It's just built, and then it sits there. But the act of building it means that they just earn $2 billion. Well, and also, you got to remember, too, that it, it's a money. deeply
0: unpopular stance because any of your political enemy can go after you and go, oh, he doesn't want our country to be safe. He wants to cut military spending. So yeah, that's that's yeah. an easy
1: argument to make that a uh, deplorables can understand because if you start to show them the numbers and it's like we don't need that money, okay? That's a lot harder for someone to understand than well, well, I want to be safe put money into the so military. It's, the, it's
0: this, yeah, it's the same way that people argue that uh people who are against Trump's border wall just want open borders and, and they just they want, want to any...
1: legalize crime, Yeah, right? they basically
0: yeah, they basically want the nation to become the purge but with Mexicans. Um I'm like, dude, look I understand your need for border security. I think you're a fucking coward um yeah. for wanting a border. Uh, but at the same time, I would be I would be willing uh to listen to some reasonable uh border security things uh if indeed you can show me by the numbers that uh we need border security or that in, in any way we need to put any more money into like border and immigration and deport and, and deportment enforcement. I think the num- the money we've given them right now is adequate. So if you can show me that, sure. I'm all about, like, let's try to, you know, walk the line between protecting people. But what I can't see any point in is building a giant wall that won't work anyway because it's a stupid idea. Yep. Like it doesn't. I mean, it, that doesn't. For a number of reasons. Yeah. For
1: one thing, like what is it, seventy or seventy-five percent of all undocumented workers got here legally with a visa, and they just overstayed their visa. One, two. These are just people looking to make a better lives for themselves and their family. They're not here to commit crimes. Three, well, if they do commit crimes, they actually commit it at heard, a much lower rate yeah, than other I heard, Americans. I heard one guy which s- deplorables always counter by saying, well, they're here illegally, so that makes them criminals automatically. I, I mean, like real crimes, not misdemeanors.
0: I heard. I heard one guy say that. Uh, uh may if we build the wall wall and build it tall and make it like really hard to, if if it becomes really difficult, maybe people will stop trying to come over and I go, you know, it's really hard to outweigh like, all right, so you can stay in your country of origin that's destabilized and maybe your family is being threatened with death and rape, right? So uh, you could either uh, watch your family killed in front of you after they've been like raped and tortured uh, and then you yourself raped, tortured and killed. Uh, or you can run across a desert and hopefully get past some border security and live a better life. Uh, so it's really going to be a hard unless you build a giant wall that rapes people. Um, <laughs> it's like you're going to have a really hard time building anything that's a, that's that is they a. Bigger... Actually,
1: kind of have that with ice right now. Oh ICE yeah, is molesting yeah. I people. I knew in I knew that was going to
0: happen as soon as like we're like oh yeah, there's little to no oversight. I'm like uh, and they yep. don't let anyone in there. Yep. Any any minute now.
1: So, yeah. Of course they're fucking the children that they have in cages. Yep,
0: yep, yep. yep. Any minute, like, because that's someone inevitably, any time that, like, you don't have, like, oversight, someone's like, what if we just fuck these kids? Every yep. single time. And, of course, yep, ice, yep, and now the fucking, fucking kids. I'm like, that's great. That's fantastic. And then the other thing is, like, you know that kids, like, there are so, like, as, as a as a teacher, there are so many rules that go into, like, kids in schools and, like, you know, uh, watching them and whatnot, right? Right. Like, uh, we're not allowed to have a kid in a classroom if there is not, like, a certified uh, adult president that the r- kid just can't be alone just in a classroom, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Yeah. They just, that's just basic school. So now these kids are just alone in cages with unvouched for adults. So, yeah, of course they're getting sexually assaulted.
1: But uh, back to healthcare. Yeah, sorry, I just made this me mad because I was just waiting for oh, the absolutely. whole. absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why everyone's going dissolve ice because this could pr- this yeah. job could D- easily. Fucking,
1: they need to. I'm with uh, Cortez on that too. Dissolve ice and prosecute these people to the fullest extent of the law. Yeah, this
0: job could easily be done by other other agencies that already do it and do it better and also don't rape children.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, moreover, and this next part is really the crux of the argument at this point. A uh, a study was put out saying that uh, Bernie Sanders' healthcare plan would save America billions of dollars, right. you know, rather than cost it trillions. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and do you know which bleeding heart liberal organization funded the study which found this result? Was it the Bilderberg Group or whatever that's called? It was the Koch brothers. Oh, yeah, well I mean not 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 their young liberal children, but the actual hardcore far right wing dingbat Koch brothers. Yeah,
0: well they're in a weird place now too because while they're killing public transportation systems, they're also having to fight the president that they helped elect because oh my god, guess what? He's fucking bad for business.
1: Well, they actually didn't help. They never donated any money to Trump. They uh, they still elected other Republicans in other districts, but they yeah. stayed away from giving Trump money last election. Yeah, but they could but, have uh, turned the
0: tide in Congress and, like, got a better long-term political strategy uh, with all that yeah, money, you know what I mean? Like...
1: Absolutely. And uh, so, but of course, the president took to Twitter to uh, rant about them whenever they released that study, and he called them a bunch of globalists. So, uh... Of course, in today's world, apparently even the most extreme right-wing billionaire is too far to the left.
0: Right, because the thing is, it's not left and right anymore. It's either you agree with Trump or you disagree with him, and there can be no policy discussion. That's that's when it, why he wraps himself in the American flag and basically calls himself like America, so you're either patriotic and you support uh this buffoon or you're some kind of you're some kind of left-wing radical. I mean, that's how it works. Like that's how, you know, that's how dictators do it. Dictators don't go, oh, my policies are a little bit right, and this guy's a little bit left, or, you know, it's... Yeah.
1: It's, uh... I mean, really, Godwin's law is kind of dead at this point, don't you think? Oh, uh, it wasn't...
0: Um, well, didn't Godwin just go, yeah, you know what, just call people Nazis, because they're back.
1: Uh, uh, Godwin's law states that any argument on the internet, given enough time, will eventually result in one side calling the other one Hitler, right? Yeah. But this, of course muddies the water when trying to explain to people that Trump has enormous and growing parallels to the rise and tactics of Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. These days, people who bark about Godwin's law while Trump drives us into fascism are basically telling you, forget about history because others have abused it in the past we're just going to have to walk blindly into it today.
0: Um, Yeah, like uh, uh, I mean, I will say this, I feel like Hitler probably gave way better speeches than Trump. I can't understand what Hitler's saying but it sounds a lot more interesting than Trump speeches which are just long and boring and rambling.
1: uh, But he uses tiny words that his followers can understand so they like it. Wall! I know what wall means! Hell yeah! Trump 2020!
0: Yeah, the latest thing I I read the other day uh, was this picture about, uh, I guess, like right-wingers putting up photos of them holding guns to own the libs and now they're holding up guns and straws and going, if you can't take my gun what makes you think you'll take my straws? And I'm like... What? I mean, no one cares if you use a straw. They're just saying that maybe just handing them out willy-nilly at stores puts way too many in the, you know, environment. But no one's saying you can't go buy your own straws.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, Jesus. uh,
0: It's like banning smoking indoors. No one says you can't smoke, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, oh my God. I, uh, ugh it just reminds me of like the uh, the latest insult is a uh, soy boy like that's really catching on on the internet oh yeah like, i got I've called a, a, i got
0: called a soy boy a couple weeks ago
1: that's uh, yeah it's catching on like they think that that's an insult so they keep using it just to the perplexed perplexion of anyone that doesn't even eat soy and they're like well, what the fuck are you talking about but well, of course that's just another word for you don't agree with Trump soy
0: well that's well, what it is it's, uh, it's, it's so cults have their own language and their own words for like uh, that cult members understand when you call somebody this or that you know it's like with uh, Scientology I, I, when they yeah, call somebody an SP or a suppressive person or whatever it, like
1: it's like when the alt-right calls someone a globalist what they're really saying is that person's a Jew
0: yeah 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 so yeah it's a lot of weird cult speak um Yeah, I I got in an argument. They called me a soy boy and this and the other, and I'm just like, yeah, well, you're still dumb, so I don't know if (laughs) you think I'm going to get upset. Um, Yeah, you're all stupid. That's that's what I'm throwing out there. Uh, Yeah, so um, I don't know, man. I'm waiting for the rest of the trials to start. Uh, I'm also interested in the midterms. I am upset, though, because, like, It's like, you not only do you have to fight uh, the far right and the rise of, like, Nazism, we also have to fight the goddamn Democrats because they're scared of uh, uh, Cortez and, like, her her movement. And I'm like, dude... And then we talked about this last time, but it's like, why are you not fastening on to her and her movement and giving your party new blood and, like, just, you know, being like, yes, uh
1: uh-huh. I'm actually happy that uh, Bernie Sanders is doing that. Now, um... Of course he was. Bernie's like, not at all new blood, but I mean he's still a relatively new face in the whole arena.
0: Yeah, I worry that he's old. I he's going to die, yes. and the fucking fire is going to go out. This whole like, every time I possibly, get possibly,
1: hope... I hope that he passes the torch on to her. That way, um, all of his followers will follow her through. Wouldn't the it next it be amazing you know, if 50, she? 60 wouldn't it be amazing
0: if she ran as the Demo- She won the Democratic primary in twenty twenty
1: uh she can't she's nowhere close to
0: 35 oh frig you got to be
1: 35 damn it man let's lower yeah. that age we really need to it's um so not this or the next election but maybe the one after that one she'll be old enough what is she 28
0: yeah yeah so she's yeah like yeah man uh it's and that's the problem is 20, like
1: so so 2028 20, we might see a uh, president cortez Space Cortez.
0: <laughs> Space Cortez. <laughs> I mean it's cool though cuz like well she hasn't she hasn't even won her general election yet, right?
1: The uh pretty sure she won it. What do you mean?
0: No, she hasn't won the general election. She won the primary, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She won that. It's um the next elections not until uh, November when everyone else is voting so the problem the problem so that's is that's going to be fun because i'm pretty sure that next month is when everything changes because trump has really been losing it lately because he found out that Mueller wants to talk to him about obstruction now. oh that was my favorite and thing <laughs> it, it, was bet- it was between that and watching paul manafort's trial on tv and him ranting on uh, twitter about it saying that uh, manafort's being treated worse than um what was it al- instead of al capone it was alphonse capone than Alphonse Capone, but uh, he's saying that was al, was al Capone treated really badly because he murdered a lot of people he He was not treated badly, no that's yeah. just something trump's saying, but
0: uh well I think that he I yeah. think that somehow somebody told him that Capone was a good guy, or he believes <laughs> that Capone was innocent, and he says like this is just like the winch hunt when they tried to convict Al Capone, okay, there was no tax fraud, just like there was no collusion. Uh.
1: But, uh, yeah, so while Trump's losing his mind about that, he has been saying that he's, um, against his uh, lawyer's recommendation, is willing to uh, talk to Mueller. But here's the thing. What's your source for he's willing to talk to Mueller? Trump. Trump, right? Yeah. And Trump has been shown, according to PolitiFact, to lie 96% of the time. That's just quantitative facts. Right. So he's. Uh, if he so says he's... something, there's a 96% chance that it's full of shit.
0: So he's not going to He's not gonna talk to
1: Mueller? There's a 4% chance he will. But I don't know. And wa- in, in, in all likelihood, he's probably going to get cold feet, because you got to remember that at the end of the day, he's chicken shit. Yeah, but well, like I it know... It would be hilarious if he did actually talk to Mueller and talk to the FBI under oath. Oof, that's his quickest ticket out of there.
0: Well, I mean, uh, yeah. even then, it's... you got to remember, without Congress acting, nothing happens, you know? And while... Yeah. There, there's a lot of Congress that hates him. There's a lot of Congress that's trying to keep their party intact, and then there's also the core of um guys that's, that are in the cult that like would never turn on him ever.
1: Well, we're just a few months away from the elections or the midterms. Well, if it and doesn't again after if it, that, if it doesn't then, get hacked, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we should see a blue wave, but also Trump's been in office for so long now that he's normalized a lot of his uh, craziness but hopefully we will see the blue wave that we're expecting. I don't know, man. But then, I mean, like you said, we could always... The Russians could just hack the election again and well, the, uh, yeah, a mixture, all red.
0: Yeah, a mixture of uh, Russians, uh, Russians hacking. You can see a second red wave that removes almost every Democrat from Congress uh, anywhere the Democrats are vulnerable. Um, yeah,
1: and like hell would Russians ever get rid of their golden ticket of the Russians just giving them elections. So at that point, we'll have a... Congress in place, a government in place, appointed by Putin that will never do anything to remove themselves from power, and then we just have to live with that.
0: Yeah, the darkest timeline, as I call it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what we've kind of been in since Trump took office. Since he was able to remove everyone that's even remotely competent from government and replace him with his uh, menagerie of deplorables. Or yeah. there's just like giant swaths of government that doesn't exist right now that really should. People that are we thought critical to our nation continuing that are just gone now and we're still trucking on, but that's because, you know, e- even though it doesn't take too long to kick down a sandcastle, it's, uh, it still takes a bit of time. So tell me it about, tell us, knock down America in two years.
0: Tell us about your, that's cute news for this week.
1: Okay. So, uh, and that's cute news for this week. And actually not only do I have a, that's cute, but I have a possible, that's cute retraction. Which Uh, one would you like first?
0: Let's do the That's Cute News, then do the retraction, and then I'm going to do a piece uh, that I'd like to start doing every week called Fuck You, Steve Forbes.
1: (laughs) The piece de resistance. Uh, That's Cute News GDP Growth. Oh, good. So um, Trump has been yelling about a 4.1% GDP growth from the rooftops, going on Hannity to parade it around, etc. But here's the thing. Funny story. The... CRFB says that the reason the GDP growth was 4.1% in April and June was the sheer number of people rushing to buy U.S. products before the tariffs are slammed down, so this is the equivalent of a store bragging about having huge sales during a going-out-of-business sale.
0: Right, 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 like Kmart uh, every day.
1: Yeah, and uh, the Trump administration keeps lying and saying Obama never hit four percent, but he actually did. He hit four percent for five out of the eight years he was in office, and in fact, he hit five point two percent in twenty fourteen.
0: Well, that's like I saw a I saw a um, article of the other day, and by the way, oh my other segment I'm gonna start doing is just gonna be called "Fuck You Newsweek."
1: <laughs>
0: um nice. They printed an article, and the, oh, they're fucking so misleading. It's this article was titled. Um, Trump uh, actually 5 approval rating 5 points higher than Obama's was at this point in his presidency no Uh, that's like
1: how whenever Trump this week said oh my approval ratings are so high I'm actually doing better than Abraham Lincoln would someone fact check that I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll fact check it. And it uh, turns out we did not check approval ratings back in Lincoln's time. That didn't start to like, 50, was it 60, 70 Well, years also,
0: uh, Lincoln had – you wouldn't want to compare your approval ratings to Lincoln because half the country left when he was inaugurated. So uh, you would have approval ratings from the countries, yeah, be- from the states that stayed, but you would probably have a much lower than, like, 35% <laughs> approval rating. Like, yeah, your approval yeah. rating would plummet. Like tr-
1: – tr- Trump's actual approval rating is somewhere around 35 to 40%. Right, like he right. is at Nixon when he was impeached. So, levels. well,
0: the article that made, so I read into it because I'm like, ah, that doesn't seem right. And, of course, uh, I can't remember which poll they used. That's what I wanted to see. But apparently this poll has constantly uh, shown data trending higher for Trump every time this poll is used than any other um, fucking uh, poll. And I go, well, there you go. Clearly... If this poll is saying one thing and all the other polls are saying something different, there's something suspect in there in the people or the segment that they're polling. You know what I mean?
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's why you look at an aggregate of polls. One poll doesn't mean anything exactly. at all. You look at an aggregate well, I don't, and you see dozens and dozens of little. I told data you though, like Newsweek. Draw I don't know what it. Newsweek's doing, but they're
0: just they're they're becoming the new Fox News. They posted an article the other day about and, like, and huh? I
1: was gonna say, not only do you um take an aggregate of poles and draw a line through it, but you also weight the average. So if this pole has like, I don't know, a thousand and another pole has 500, the one that's a thousand has twice the pole as the 500 one towards where the center of the line goes. But, you know, I I mean, Yeah, like the I, That's how you find the actual approval ratings and Trump has been consistently not good. Yeah, and really I thought
0: not good. I I thought that uh, Newsweek was a pretty I thought they were a pretty even-handed news organization but apparently well, not. Like they're no, also I mean
1: even even New York Times has some hardcore Trump supporters in their opinion section, yeah. right? Not in their real news section. Well, yeah, Trump like, supporters don't tend to actually write real news, they yeah, tend well, to like, just be opinion. Yeah,
0: well people. news Newsweek uh uh, uh freaking posted, a, they, they had a whole opinion piece by Ben Shapiro, darling of the, uh, the you know, the right, you know, I was like, why are we listening? And it was just this little mealy mouth like, mm, the liberals want to take away my straws. Uh, like,
1: yeah, I saw, uh, one thing I was trying to remember earlier was this article, not article, a tweet that someone had put out, or maybe it was an article, I don't know, where some deplorable was whining that, um, some, uh, there was something about some crimes by some immigrants in California, and they're like, so this happens in California, and the liberals want to let more illegals in, but a turtle gets a straw stuck up its ass, and they want to illegalize him? Give me a break. And it's like, yeah, God damn it! I mean, what are you supposed to say to someone like that?
0: Uh, This is someone who needs a straw stuck up his ass. Um Yeah. I think for people like that, what we should do is every bit of food that they eat or everything that they drink for the, like the next month, we just shred bits of plastic and sprinkle it in. And he's like, "Why is there so much goddamn plastic every time I open a burger? The fucking plastic. Yeah, that's called pollution." That's what it's like. It's not that, like, they care more about a sea turtle than they do about a human life. It's that they're concerned about all human life because the ocean is integral to, like, life on Earth. I mean, my God, we're seeing firestorms in California. The south is being flooded. Like, dude, Yeah, this on. is the,
1: uh, I think, second hottest year in a row.
0: Yeah. This is the dawning of the age of Asia. Aquarius. Yeah, man, like... Hey, if a turtle gets a straw stuck up, it's how about the human race is going to die out and then there will be no more illegal immigration because we're all dead?
1: Uh, So, speaking of um, the human race dying out, the NRA news and uh, my possible that's cute retraction news.
0: Okay, yeah, hit me. I (laughs) mean, it is with a retraction. What are you We're doing retractions now like we're legitimate journalists. So my like earliest... the, like, To our 14 <laughs> listeners, we humbly apologize and offer you a full retraction on the story.
1: I, oh, um, speaking of our 14 listeners, I have a couple shout-outs that um, I was going to wait till the end of the show, but I'm just going to sandwich it in right here in the middle. What, did
0: people like us?
1: Yeah, so uh, we have a shout-out to a guy named Jason. Hello, and thanks for watching. And uh, another shout-out to someone named Team Jacob. Which, I'm assuming that's a Twilight reference, but also, welcome to uh, the viewership.
0: Wait, did they actually leave us like stars and commentary?
1: Uh, s- someone else asked me if I would shout them out.
0: Well, tell them but that yes. the shout-outs are supposed to be reserved for VIPs, and you become a VIP on this show by going and finding those muckrakers on uh, iTunes or Stitcher and giving us a damn rating. See? Now you're just giving away the store.
1: You're right. Okay, so um, Jason and Team Jacob, we have homework for you now. Since we gave you a shout-out, you have to go on, uh, what was it, iTunes? iTunes? iTunes or Stitcher,
0: wherever podcasts are listened to, and give us a, I don't care if it's yeah, one star, just give us a damn rating and go, this show's great, this show sucks. Until you do, I issue a full retraction to those shout-outs. Oh, he is
1: calling you out. Do you want your shout-outs back? You need to go on uh, iTunes.
0: I feel like we're really going to have to start kidnapping people's children and holding them uh, until we get more likes uh, or stars or ratings on iTunes.
1: I, we are those ice rakers. <laughs> yeah, we just dress as ice agents. Because
0: apparently, <laughs> apparently you can just go kidnap people if you're ice and you don't have to show a warrant. You don't have to have a badge or probable cause or any. All the good stuff that protects us from you know unreasonable search and seizure, you just roll up with a beard and tell people to put the cell phone away and then you can arrest whoever you want.
1: Yeah, yeah you know why um, people who are undocumented workers let's just go ahead and call them illegal immigrants like the deplorables want us to. You know why people who are illegals have all the same rights to uh, the law that legals do? Because if you just kick someone out of the country without giving them a chance to um, show up in court, they can do it to anyone. Yeah. Because you can say, well, I'm a legal immigrant and I can prove, I mean, I'm a legal American and I can prove it. Oh, yeah, prove it to who? Prove it to who? You're not You're not yeah. doing the day in court, so you're just gone.
0: Pretty much. I mean that's why I hate it when people do that whole thing about, you know what we need to fix crime in this country? We need a couple steely eyed men with a rope and a wheel to take care of business and I'm like, Yeah, those were horrible times before we had law and order yeah, and we're I'm just sure
1: fucking murdering random people at that point. Yeah, I'm sure and, that the people and literal witch hunts like Trump's talking about. I'm sure
0: that the people way out in the like, you know, like the in the old west, if you had said, Hey man, do you want a hanging posse or would you like, you know a judge and, like, a jury and some roads. I think they'd be like, oh, yeah, we'll take the judge and the roads and stuff, because that sounds a lot better than just hanging a man and hoping you got the right one.
1: Yeah. So, possible That's Cute retraction. Now, the my earliest reasoning behind That's Cute news was specifically to talk about protesters of gun violence. Because their um, nonviolent protests were just cute to me, because they thought that anything would ever come from it, right? Uh-huh. And because I've seen gun violence virtually my entire life as, you know, just one school shooting after the next just steadily kept going along. Oh, I thought you were going to mention
0: that your family's penchant for gun running and accidentally murdering each other or whatever it is they do.
1: uh, That was uh, several generations back, but apparently that did happen.
0: (laughs) Oh, I thought that happened in your lifetime. Like, I thought that was all like, I thought that was like one of my relatives may have poisoned uh one of my other relatives but it was the 50s and the cops were like yeah yeah maybe i don't know what do you want us to do
1: <laughs> i don't know but uh so the reason i said it's that cute news is because it's like no this is never gonna help anything this is never gonna do anything but y'all y'all uh y'all feel free to do nonviolent protest well here's the thing the nra admitted in a recent court filing that it's hurting financially thanks to activism by the teenage survivors of the parkland school massacre good the nra may actually have to shut down over this oh my god that's the best why did you say that,
0: that? you should have called that that this is this is great news how is this a ret- Oh, that you're retracting the making fun of protests
1: right right because it may actually work this means the nonviolent protest may have actually miraculously caused the difference However, keep in mind, this could just be a fundraising stunt by the NRA, so uh, don't count your chickens before they hatch.
0: Wayne, uh, Wayne LaPierre. Um, so I, I
1: won't, I won't fully say, or I won't fully retract saying that's cute until something tangible comes of this. But that's you know, a retraction I look forward. to
0: It making. was probably less the the survivors of the shooting and more of the Russians can't just hand them money, so they can funnel it to politicians.
1: The, uh, the NRA was, I think, helping the... Uh, yeah. The, I mean, they, they were also giving money out to the, uh, the Russians' cause. But yeah, there was also plenty of money being funneled through them. Yep. So also, yeah, the whole NRA could be about to implode because of this whole Russian scandal, because that is coming down the pipes. And keep in mind, once we get a democratic government again... Especially or in particular, a democratic government, and we don't have the ultra-obstructionist president, we're actually going to see so many more people, you know, face jail time for their crimes, because also by the time this happens, and freedom can, I mean, not freedom, but justice can flow again, we're... Muller will have also concluded his investigation and put out his full report, so so many heads are going to start rolling by then. Um, and, and it's only going to speed up for probably the rest of our lives as he hands off, you know, what's left of the case to other people to keep going years and years after he's concluded, you know, with his in- investigation. There's going to be tons of other stuff well, to investigate. In, in
0: other news, I am really, really excited about, um, uh, what's his name, Bob, is it Bob Woodward that's writing the, uh, yes. he's, he's writing a book yes, on that, the Trump White a, House?
1: That's another reason I'm looking forward to next month and I believe everything's going to change next month because A, the Russian trials start next month with Manafort and B, Bob Woodward will be putting out a tell-all book from inside the White House, which you can almost consider a... um... Uh, Sort of like a sequel to Michael Wolff's book in a way, because this will be the White House (laughs) after, even when Michael Wolff wrote about it. If
0: so, yeah. If you don't know, and a lot of you guys don't know, because a lot of you were young or you just you only listen to us for your news, which I pity you. uh, Bob Woodward was, uh, what was it? Woodward and Bernstein were the two guys that like broke the story that brought Nixon down. Yep. So the dude that helped bring down Nixon, uh, hopefully, is uh, at it again. Um, I'm sub- Woodward
1: has, ever since Nixon, Woodward has had almost unfettered access to the uh, White House. That's just something every administration has given him. You... And they've all learned that uh, either you work with him or you get blindsided by him. Trump has refused to work with him, yeah. and so he's about to get blindsided by <laughs> you, him.
0: You assume that like after Nixon that this dude would not be welcome at the White House anymore. Uh, they'd be like, yeah, hi, uh, Bob Woodward, and they're like, uh, yeah, you're on the list, but specifically are told to not let you in. Please leave. Uh, we are releasing the hounds. <laughs> Release the hounds. I mean, like, uh, but I mean, uh, yeah, but I guess it's better to, better to, you know, like cozy up to this guy than, than yeah, get Nixoned. Um,
1: and the uh, and the date is easy to remember because he'll be releasing it on nine eleven
0: uh is there a reason that like they are not calling him like bob-
1: Wood- Bob Woodward the giant killer yet you know I mean they may after this because uh this might be the second president he's helped take down like this dude
0: just seems to wield an amazing, like he's 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 our champion and I really hope that the book doesn't suck like Comey's did I couldn't even get through it I started listening to part of it and I go oh this sucks
1: I've started reading it, and I've gotten as far into Comey's book as I have into Michael Wolf's book, just like a few chapters in, oh, and I just haven't gotten around to getting. Back I
0: devoured to it. Michael Wolf's. If you haven't read His... it, get it on Audible. Uh, yeah, Wolf's book is really good. Yeah. I just haven't had the get, time. Get Michael Wolf's book, Fire and Fury, get it on Audible, uh, uh, wherever books are sold. If you want to read it, uh, I listened to it on my way to work over several days. Um, and I just couldn't, I couldn't stop. It was, it was so good. Cause they just let this, this, this dude, they just let this guy in the White House and just told him everything and he's just writing shit down. And then he wrote a book and they're like, that's not true. Well, you... that's not true. Okay. That's yeah. impossible. It's <laughs> not true. That's it. You're not my real father. <laughs> uh, yeah. My, my, uh, my Trump, my Trump impression is getting worse. Uh, yeah. So, um, you got that to look forward I, uh... to. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and can I pre-order it on Amazon?
1: Probably. Yeah. I yeah. just look up Bob Woodward.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna try to pre-order it. Maybe I guess maybe I'll celebrate by reading the whatever he wrote on Nixon first. You know.
1: Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that could be a
0: that could be a good one.
1: And uh, there's also like the Frost Nixon interview, which is actually even better. I was saw the some?
0: movie. I think.
1: Or yeah, did was the movie. Or did I see the play? Maybe
0: I saw the play and the movie. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, so who knows? Uh, Maybe some change uh, is going to come soon. Um, Oh, and for my... uh, I wanted to do a little bit different thing to end the podcast. Uh, and I wanted to see if you were with me on this. I was going to kind of spring it on you. I kind of want to end every podcast kind of like Arya Stark ends her evenings with her (laughs) prayers. (laughs) The the hound. Yeah, so I was wondering (laughs) if we could just say... If we could just Arya Stark, a couple of people... That might
1: end up sounding like... um, direct threats against uh, members of Congress if we just start naming people's uh, the way Arya Stark names people she wants to kill. I just want
0: to say some <laughs> names. I didn't say I was going to threaten people. I mean... Oh,
1: it could just be anything, like Bob Woodward, yeah, Charizard,
0: why would you say Bob Woodward? The there's a hounds. there's a specific pattern as to why we're saying this. We just can't find. We will we will continue <laughs> we will continue our exilism exilism and journalism and our un, and our unbiased nonpartisanship uh, reporting. And we will also continue to hold ourselves to the highest standards of not directly <laughs> or indirectly threatening sitting members of the government or their families. There, are you happy?
1: Yeah, I like that you called it Exilism and Journalism. <laughs> exactly,
0: it's Exilism, because we are the Exilists. Um, we are the Exilists. Yeah, we're, we're fantastic journalists. I feel bad when they unearth this years from now. They're like, oh yeah, these guys are doing a blow-by-blow of the Trump administration. Let's listen. What the hell is That's... this?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, like um, in the year like 20... Let's... 2150, right? And they uncover this and they're like, oh shit, this is part of the history of America. Oh, this is in its final years, right before Trump nuked it. Mm-hmm. Let's find out what happened leading up to that.
0: Yeah, and you ruined my neat little surprise. Fine. Well. Oh no. I guess, uh, as we close and leave you for another evening, I just oh, want to no. say, fuck you, Steve Forbes, and uh, fuck you, Ben Shapiro.
1: Ben Shapiro. The Hound. Steve, <laughs> Steve Forbes. Forbes. The it's Hound Cersei Lannister
0: <laughs> Ivanka Jared Kushner <laughs> We're going to have to cut this Rudy Giuliani <laughs> No 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 not Rudy I want I want him to stay forever
1: The Hound <laughs> Oh you know we actually kind of skipped the most important part Oh did we Yeah what What Jeff Sessions did this week Oh
0: yeah, do we yeah. Okay, so yeah, I guess we can't end it until we loop Jeff <laughs> sessions in. All right, so the evil little munchkin, lay it lay it on us. What did what did this evil little munchkin do this time?
1: This is it's so much worse than the stupid little Space Force because at least with the Space Force we knew that it was just something laughable, but this is something that could actually do real harm. The uh Religious Liberty Task Force. He says that he's putting this in place to um, protect religion and he specifically cites like um, the gay cake thing yeah. So he's definitely putting this in place to attack gay people. Because, you see, the Constitution already guarantees protection of religious freedom. Right, right. So but, his Religious Liberty Task Force is not here to protect, but to oppress and destroy, mostly destroy LGBT rights. But here's LGBT the problem. Here's, here, here's the
0: problem. Here's where these guys... Here's, here's where they screw up. So they're all about, it's good, like... It's
1: going to be the ice, but the ice... It's going to be the ice of attacking gay people.
0: I don't think so. I think it's ultimately going to be ineffective. And I think ultimately... Because I thought about, like... Uh yeah, so what if I go to like a Christian Baker uh and uh or, or like what if, what if I'm doing something and uh I wanna I don't know, like uh I wanna I wanna I wanna do a everyone wants to do a Merry Christmas and I wanna do a uh a Satanist, like, decorate oh, whatever. Maybe I want to decorate my store with, like, you know, fake human entrails and go, Hail Satan this season, right? And people are going to okay. be upset. But it's my religion, where, where, so... Yeah, what? where's
1: my where's my religious... Li- well, but we know that he's not actually protecting religion. He's I know, um, protecting white, it's, male, But that's the thing is, theocracy Christians. is
0: a double-edged sword, and people don't realize that. So what happens is if you get a theocratic government, and the government is, is based on a religion... Uh, they may not even be your specific sect. So perhaps that you're a, you're a Christian denomination that believes in, in christening uh, instead of baptizing. Well, if the official line from the government is we baptize babies and you christen, you're breaking the law. You're going to jail even though you're a Christian because you're the wrong sect. You know what I mean? So it always backfires and it never works out well. The separation of church and state was created to separate and protect both religion and state
1: yep you'd think so, but the person who's the highest lawmaker in the land well remember he's the highest trample lawmaker trample in the land
0: because us. he tripped and he uh he fell through a vortex so that he somehow became the uh you know the the justice of the land in a strange and weird era where he doesn't understand things and he just he He's operating from a time in which, like, if you were all white, it was all right, and we were all Christian, and women knew their place and didn't wear pants. And now, goddammit, he doesn't even understand the idea of gender fluidity. What the hell is that? People want to smoke marijuana. You know that it makes you go reefer crazy. (laughs) Oh, my word. That's why I said, I almost almost pity him in the way that, like, uh, um you know in 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 lord of the rings when uh who was it that what was it somebody wanted to kill gollum and like uh gandalf was like no we should pity him and i believe he has a greater role to play that's <laughs> what i'm saying like he's a horrible <laughs> wretched evil little like ah my precious liberty <laughs> Religious Liberty Schme- Task Force. Yeah. Schmiegel
1: hates the gays as he does. He. <laughs> but but yeah. no, we must protect the gays. We defend the law of the land. No, we must destroy the law of the land. Yeah. Because he talks into a pool. <laughs> we works for Trumps, but we yeah, hate we works this is for him.
0: This is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, I pity him in the way that I pity Golem, this like horrible little malformed thing that has been exposed to power over the year, and it has completely ruined and corrupted him.
1: Ah, oh, wow, that is sort of like what happened to Golem. He had power, and it just twisted him into this yeah. abomination. You know,
0: that's kind of the running theme, right, of that whole thing, is that like uh, ultimate power g- corrupts g- you. G-
1: because you know that Gollum used to be a hobbit, and Jeff Sessions is right now a hobbit. Yeah, yeah a twisted little hobbit. Just a tiny hobbit. little. Yeah. Twisted little. Maybe. Well, maybe. Hobbit. Maybe
0: Jeff Sessions will steal the one ring from the president and then fall into a volcano with it.
1: I mean, Trump's hands are so tiny. Do you think he wears the one ring like a bracelet?
0: Well, you have to remember that the one ring could change sizes depending on its wearer, so it could even adapt to his tiny hands.
1: Oh, you're right. So it's like a. What do you call it? Ant-Man suit. Kind of, but
0: a ring, yeah. It
1: has to use prim particles and stuff to fit on Trump's tiny (laughs) (laughs) face. Oh, God. Uh, I guess we've kind of gone off the rails now. Do you want to um, name people and then get out of here? We
0: we said we were going to do that. Then we said we weren't going to do that. Then we did it. I think now we're done with it. Like, what do you
1: think? Yeah, Probably.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go <laughs> and call it there. Uh I don't know, man. Um all I all I can uh all I can tell you is that uh I don't know, maybe Muller's trip to get destroy the one ring uh will uh will finally pay off. Um, you know. Uh what what, what is it uh the molar one one molar investigation to rule them all, one molar investigation to find them, one molar investigation to bring them all, and in the darkness prosecute them for crimes.
1: The Hound <laughs>